Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to the Call Shelly podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Venable, life coach extraordinaire. I am so happy that you're tuning in today. Wherever you are, whatever your mindset, when you push play, I hope that this podcast will leave you better off than when you started. And we're back. New week new episode. I'm so excited. I hope you are too. This week, I'm continuing with my favorite dating do's and don'ts. There was a very meaningful response to last week's dating episode. I was kind of surprised. You guys were listening and sharing like no other. And I think we even got some brand new listeners. Hi, new listeners. Many of you slid into my DMs to tell me how much you love the episode and how much it helped you. Oh, I love that. It makes me so happy. So you guessed it. I'm back with more. Let's get started. For those of you that don't already know this or may wonder how or why I even qualify at giving out dating advice in the first place, I didn't get married until I was 39 years old. And maybe to some of you, that seems like a fantastic age to get married. And honestly, it is. (laughs) After the fact, I too think it's a fantastic age to get married. Don't get it twisted. I highly recommend it, actually. But for the record, it was way past the age of when most of my friends got married. I mean, most of my friends had already been married 10, 15, 20. 20 years by the time I walked down the aisle. Yeah. So fortunately for you, I know deeply what it's like to be single. I get how frustrating and exhausting dating can be in the modern world. I get how lonely being single can be. I get the wondering and worrying that maybe the right person will never come along. I get it. I also feel like it's hard to find any credible dating advice in the world, let alone from people that have actually lived it and somehow managed to now be happily married. Well, I've lived it. (laughs) Everything I'm about to share with you, I have tried and tested myself. And now I'm very happily married to the dreamiest man. So I've been there. I get it. And I got you. And I'm coming through with five more pieces of solid dating advice you probably won't hear anywhere else. You ready? Let's go. Number one, you are worth the effort. Your person will gladly, all caps, make an effort for you. You'll feel it. Trust me, you will feel it. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean texts, calls, dates, and loads of constant attention either. That's not what I'm saying. It will simply feel like you matter to them. It will be important to them that you know you're important to them. And they will show you, they will show that to you with effort. Okay? Please, for the love of God. Stop making excuses for people that don't make an effort for you. 
Stop saying, well, they're so busy or they were traveling or I know that they're so stressed out with XYZ right now. Please stop. Please stop. You know that it takes about zero energy to write a text. Hey, I'm just thinking of you. Hope you have a great day. Do not settle for little to no effort. Do not settle for laziness. Laziness, by the way, is my number one red flag. Beware of lazy. People make time for the things they want to make time for. If they wanted to, they would. And don't get your panties all in a wad if they aren't showing effort. You don't need to try and change them. Have the self-worth to know that you deserve better. That's all. That's all. (laughs) Because you are 100% worth the effort, my friend. Number two, your situationship is not the one. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Hear me out. Unfortunately, someone always gets hurt in these types of types of arrangements, okay? Because we're human and it's hard not to catch feelings. And most of the time, someone in the relationship is hoping for something more. And you just find yourself on this awful cycle of getting your hopes up and then them crashing down. I have been there. Please stop right now and ask yourself, do I want to be in a committed relationship? Do you? Do I want something real, something true? Is that what you truly want? Be honest with yourself. It's okay, you know, to want that, to want to be in love with someone equally. If you do want that, be brave and drop the situationship so you can make room for the right person to come into your life because they can't and won't come into your life if the spot is already filled. And if your situationship is in fact the one, (laughs) they will come back to you. But warning, you probably will have found someone better. Number three, I love this one. Be yourself. Is that sound dating advice or what? Be yourself. For many years while I was single, I had this disturbing belief that I needed to be skinnier to find the one. I don't know how much skinnier, but I had to be skinnier. I had to look absolutely perfect to attract the one. I spent so much energy on thinking that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't pretty enough, that I wasn't skinny enough. And that is why I was alone. Total horseshit. Excuse my language. But it is. And I know that so many people secretly struggle with the same belief. And this isn't a free pass to absolutely let yourself go. But I do want you to relax with all that because it's not helping It's not sending out the right vibe. Instead, I want you to learn to love yourself, flaws and all, while still striving to be your best. I want you to do whatever you can to truly love your life and then carry that energy around with you wherever you go. 
Be you confidently so that your person can find you. Shine bright. Resist the urge to hide or pretend to be someone that you aren't. Be you because your person will like you exactly as you are. When my husband met me, I weighed 40 pounds more than I do right now. And trust me, he liked what he saw. (laughs) In fact, he said that the first time he laid eyes on me, he was, quote, shook, quote unquote, shook, his exact words. I didn't have to be skinnier for him to find me. I just had to show up as me with a big old smile on my face. And he found me. Number four, look for someone that you would happily spend hours or days in a hospital room with. I know that's strangely specific, but after almost five years of marriage, this is my number one advice for anyone that is dating and wants to get married and be happily married because it's probably the very last thing anyone would even think to consider. If you're young and normal, you're probably not thinking about 10, 20, 30 years from now. You're thinking that you need to marry someone who is attractive, good on paper, comes from a good family, has a great job and a decent amount of ambition, which are all good and fine and important things to consider. But I want you to find someone that will love you stick by you, and that you will enjoy each other's company in sickness and in health for richer or poorer until you're old and wrinkly. Pick someone that you love, but also you like. You just like them. You like being with them. You don't get sick of them. You make each other laugh. You don't need much else to make you happy Because life will certainly be full of ups and downs. Pick someone that you could get through a sustained downturn with. That will make the hard times better just because they're with you. Pick someone that you could happily spend an extended amount of time in a hospital room with. Trust me on this. And lastly, brace yourself. (laughs) Happily ever after doesn't necessarily have to include a husband or a wife. We are fed this fairy tale from a very young age that the princess meets the prince and they live happily ever after. The happily ever after is always strangely tied to another person. So it is understandable that you might feel like you need a husband or wife to get your happily ever after. But what happens until then? What happens if you never find them? What happens if you never get married? Does that mean no happiness for you? Well, I'm here to tell you that your happily ever after is not dependent on finding a spouse or any other person for that matter. My best advice to you is to start living your happily ever after right now. You can do that by letting go of your expectations of how you think your life is supposed to turn out. I think a lot of our unhappiness comes from holding on to those expectations, 
like it can only be one way. But the trick is, once you let go, you open yourself up to endless possibilities. From one possibility to endless possibility. And then you're free. And when you're not so worried or anxious or in a hurry and concerned about your clock ticking, you come off as less needy, less desperate, more confident, more at ease, more at peace, and frankly, more attractive. I know that you are destined for a happily ever after no matter what. Go do and be all the things that are in your heart. Your future self and your potential future spouse will thank you. I hope this helped. You're amazing and I love you. Thank you for listening. You don't know how much it means to me. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review. Your genuine opinion helps new listeners decide if this podcast is worth their time. And also, when I see a new review, it just surprises and delights me. I don't have a website yet, but you can find me, Call Shelly, on all the social platforms. Please come say hello. I would love to hear from you. And stay tuned for more episodes like this coming soon. Have a beautiful day.